With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. Events occur. We got a lot, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot of things happening over the weekend in the NFL in particular. Um, so we're not going to really waste too, too, too much time. Uh, we're going to bring in, of course, my co-host because, one, I have to. Two, uh, the show's better with him. And uh, at least if I screw up, he's here to uh, take the spotlight away. So without further ado, he is Mr. Rhode Island himself. He is Mike DeBate. Mike, what's up, buddy? Oh, hey, buddy, what's up? Monday, March 29th, almost through another month. Who can believe it? Uh, we're flying through 2021 mm. here as we progress toward, uh, well, whatever we're progressing towards. But uh, I think 2022 all all, comes after 2021. Exactly. I think yes, so. I believe that. Yes. That's, Re- yes that, refer to my book. That, uh, that, uh, yes, that definitely, uh, you, yeah, you got to go to your sources on that. But in any case, uh, I think it definitely is uh, – it's great to kick off a new week, and yeah, big weekend. Obviously, a lot of news in the NFL. NCAA tournament is now down to the Elite Eight. Um, a lot going on. Baseball continues to press on. Uh, you know, basketball trades, things of that nature. Well, not trades, but you know, players coming and going. Uh, a lot going on in the world of professional sports. Oh yeah, no, and 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 for us, we um, we were not on the air 
when uh, the trade broke. And obviously, this is the big news. Well, actually, there's there's a couple of big pieces. One, uh, and we're going to get to this in just a moment, and that is obviously the official um, announcement of a of a 17 game uh, NFL season starting next year. But uh, more importantly, when it comes to the here and now, uh, the big trade in the NFL that happened. Actually, there's a couple of them, but the big one, the big kazoo, the 49ers moving up to the number three overall selection by making a trade with the Miami Dolphins. And um, this uh, sort of kind of just came out of nowhere. I mean, obviously it didn't. You know, this I'm sure has had been, uh, you know, if you believe the reports, uh, the, the 49ers had been looking for some time to move up into that range of the draft, and they ended up uh, shooting for the stars, as they say, and going for that number three overall pick, and they landed it. Uh, but it, this kind of did come out of nowhere. I believe on Friday is when the news broke, because this was after we were, um, obviously after we were uh, on the air. But look, for the 49ers, this is a pretty obvious move up to uh, select a quarterback. I, I just don't see any other solution or any other uh, next step in this whole uh, trade process because you don't put give up that type of capital and, and as great as a player could be, you know, you don't move up to take a running back in that situation. Certainly not in this um, not in this day and age when it comes to uh, this, this NFL uh, era. You definitely move up to take a quarterback in that situation, which obviously opens up the, the door for yet more Jimmy Garoppolo speculation. So, uh Real quick, I, I kind of want to just get your general uh, view of this trade, and we'll get into the quarterback uh, discussion a little bit more, a little bit deeper here in a, in a couple moments. But I just want to get your you know initial reaction to this trade and, and kind of the the big picture impact perhaps for the NFL. Well, you know, bottom line, it's an aggressive move for the 49ers without any question. They gave up a lot of capital to move up to this spot. And I think you hit the nail right on the head. You don't move up to this spot unless you're willing to trade or you're willing to select a quarterback. I know some people are saying, well, the 49ers can use some offensive line help. Uh, they might be in the market to try to get, you know, some some shoring up there. I do definitely believe that they would have been able to move up a little bit lesser in the draft if that's the target that they wanted. They obviously have a pretty good beat on someone that they feel can be their quarterback of the future. What does this mean for Jimmy Garoppolo? Does it mean that Jimmy is there for a year as a bridge quarterback and then they try to unload him in the offseason? To tell you the truth, I don't see that being a, a sound option for them. Uh, it's going to create a lot of tension. It's going to create a lot of difficulty. If the Niners are serious about wanting to go in a different direction and having their quarterback of the future than they do that now it surprises me from a Niners perspective that they're being this aggressive right about now because I think this is a roster that can compete and you're asking an awful lot of a rookie quarterback if that is in fact who you're going to be starting this year to play alongside guys like George Kittle Kyle Uchek, um, you know the running game that they have there that's uh, that's already in place they have a lot of weapons without any question but you still have to manage the game. You still have to be a part of that. And rookies, as you know, as, as proficient and as prolific as they can be, will make rookie mistakes. So are the 49ers saying that they're really having an eye now on 2022? 
2022, more than 2021? I think that's a fair question to ask. As for what happens to Jimmy, there's rumors all over the place. Uh, we heard yesterday that the Patriots may not be involved in not pursuing because the oh, Niners oh, are oh, saying oh, they're hold not on trading. Hold on, hold, on, hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Because <laughs> I did say I wanted to talk about quarterbacks here in a couple minutes. So you're jumping the gun a little bit there, buddy. Uh, I, You know, in terms of the rest of the NFL, though, you know, obviously this has immediate impact on the Dolphins and, you know, obviously the, the, the teams involved, the, the Dolphins and the 49ers. Um, where does this uh, it, it big picture uh, affect some of these other teams that are sitting right there on the cusp? Because we, we have a lot of teams that are looking for quarterbacks, not just specifically uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, but other quarterbacks. So what happens to these other teams? What happens to teams like Washington or what happens to teams like, uh, you know, obviously the, the, the Patriots might be, something that, again, we're going to get into a little bit more detail here in a minute. But how does this impact them? Because, again, I mean, this this is a team that obviously uh, has, has I guess, uh, it, it's clear they want a quarterback. So they're moving up. There's going to be potenti- potentially, not potentially, potentially three quarterbacks taken in a row to start this draft. Um, what kind of impact does that have big picture on those other teams? Well, now it's one more quarterback-hungry team that you know almost for sure that's going to be in the quarterback market. That takes teams like Carolina, who I think is very quarterback-hungry. You look at a team like the Denver Broncos. Do they want to dip into the quarterback market and maybe go with someone if they're not completely sold on Drew Locke? My good friend Cody Rourke that covers the Broncos for uh, for Locked On is pretty, uh, you know, uh, set with with Drew Locke. And he, you know, says that the, the Denver Broncos are pretty set there, but you never know. Draft day can do a lot of interesting things uh, to uh, to teams. So now, if you're a team that was looking to move up, maybe like a Washington, maybe like a New England, now all of a sudden you're looking at San Francisco possibly taking your guy off of the board. Uh, five quarterbacks right now that I could see going within the top 15, top 16 it's going to be interesting. You know, you figure Trevor Lawrence at the top of the uh, the hill. Zach Wilson looks like he's going to go to the Jets now. Uh, I know there's a lot of rumors about that. He may be in the mix. Uh, the Niners are talking either Fields, they're talking possibly Trey Lance, or they're talking Mac Jones. All of a sudden, Mac Jones was a, a second rounder about maybe two or three weeks ago, and now he's listed as high as maybe even three with the San Francisco 49ers. So a lot of talk all over the place, but this has a ripple effect all over the NFL. And you mentioned the Miami Dolphins. Now all of a sudden, they slip from three to six. They can still get the player that they were probably going to target, either whether it be offensive line help, whether it be a wide receiver, someone that they can put alongside. You know, these are types of players that they may target. So now you're looking at a really mixed bag. And where does that leave the Carolinas, the Denvers, um, you know, the the uh, even the Vikings at number 14? Are they sold on Kirk Cousins? Are they going to look to move him? Do they see someone uh, that could be their quarterback of the future? A lot of a ripple effect. So great question. And right now it's anybody's guess uh, until we know for sure what San Francisco is going to do or they make a move with Jimmy Garoppolo. There's a lot of speculation that could go on all over the league yeah and and again i mean this is a quarterback league so the quarterback's always going to be the priority and it just seems that you know this year more than most there's a lot of teams that are clamoring for that next guy now um 
now we now let's let's get into Jimmy because I, I I felt like if we started talking about Jimmy and the Patriots we're, we're gonna kind of bypass a lot of that other stuff because that does matter because again this is a ripple effect this doesn't just impact the teams involved um it says a couple of things one uh from a Miami perspective they're they're saying two is our guy all right all this talk about well are the Dolphins going to move on from Tua too early uh or early um, no, well, they're, they're going in with Tua. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to be 100% success. We'll find out. But, you know, good for the Dolphins. They're going to stick with their guy. They're going to figure out uh, what he is. And, and look, I mean, can you really make a de- definitive uh, judgment on a player after such a short, relatively short time that Tua had uh, in the league so far? So, no, I, I think it would have been foolish to have um, moved on from him early. And, and this is kind of putting an emphasis that they're not going to do that. Uh, but like you said, this also tells me, <clears throat> this also tells me that the 49ers are planning on keeping Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I look, I, I don't think that it's necessarily a hundred percent because they're deciding to move up and draft a young quarterback. No, I, I think, you know, they were planning on keeping Jimmy Garoppolo regardless. Hell, John Lynch has said it on multiple occasions. And and look, maybe maybe I'm falling for it. You know, I know a lot of people out there are just assuming that he's lying. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. It's like, well, of course he's lying. And then they won't say anything when, you know, he never gets traded. But I happen to think that Jimmy is going to stay uh, in San Francisco because I don't really see a market for him. And, and I before Patriots fans say it, I do not believe... The incessant need for the Patriots to go out and get Jimmy Garoppolo coming from a lot of the media in this area. I don't I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. And and by every indication, every uh move that Belichick has made this offseason tells you, well, they're rolling with Cam. And they're probably gonna try to draft a young guy as well. And and try to figure out who that that quarterback of the future is because once again, why, after having a, a really good on-paper offseason where you filled a lot of needs in free agency, why would you now use your uh, uh, excess capital to go out and trade for a 30-plus-year-old quarterback with injury history with a massive contract when you already have limited space? So the 49ers' best option, the New England Patriots, or at least on paper is the best option to go out and get Jimmy Garoppolo— isn't really an option and and I don't just I, I don't understand how a lot of folks out there don't see that I mean a lot of people oh Jimmy's there Jim, the Patriots are just they don't believe what you're here don't believe this they want Jimmy Garoppolo they want Jimmy Garoppolo I don't think they want Jimmy Garoppolo if they really wanted Jimmy Garoppolo they wouldn't have traded him in the first place <laughs> so you know let's 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 Pump the brakes on that. Uh, when it comes to the 49ers, I think that leaves them very limited options when it comes to where they can move the quarterback. And kind of like what you said, you're not going to draft a quarterback on a team that, that's that's pretty NFL-ready and just dismiss your veteran quarterback. Because although he does have his flaws, he's a proven commodity within the 49er system. So as long as he's healthy, they, they assume they're going to be pretty good because they do have talent on this team. Um, you don't want to put all your eggs in the rookie basket, even if that rookie is pretty talented. So uh, like I said, I don't see the Patriots as an option, 
Um, all this talk about the Patriots being an option just it just doesn't make sense. They they're rolling with Cam, and they're likely, probably, in my opinion, going to draft a quarterback, and you know we'll go from there because right now this is what that team's set up to do. Yeah, that is exactly what that team is set up to do. And look, I know I'm always accused of looking at everything from a Patriots perspective. I think you're absolutely correct. I'll look at things from a Niners perspective. And we hinted at this earlier. If you're the San Francisco 49ers and you're in a win-now mode, what good does it do you to place the ball in the hands of a quarterback, regardless of how highly touted that he is, and force him to be that guy early on right off the bat? Very few quarterbacks are able to do that, step in without any experience, step into a a team that is in contention and be able to lead them and lead them on the field. There are a couple of quarterbacks that are special in this draft. I mean, there's no question about it. People are saying Trevor Lawrence has the ability to be the next great talent at quarterback for the Jaguars. Uh, We'll see. The jury is still out on that, but he has all the tools and all the intangibles. Justin Fields is a guy that has slipped in some draft boards a little bit, but is he the guy that can lead the 49ers if it's not Jimmy? Zach Wilson... Um, a good ability to move around the pocket one of the more complete quarterbacks in this draft is he the guy that can do it I don't think you're going to get Lawrence or Wilson I think they're going one two um lost in all of this and we talked about the ripple effect with the Atlanta Falcons now the Falcons all of a sudden were probably thinking well two quarterbacks will come off the board Miami may not dip into the quarterback realm and I don't think they were ever going to draft a quarterback the only quarterback I could see them moving on from Tua from this season would be a fi- if they were able to wrangle away Deshaun Watson now, or Russell Wilson. They're going a veteran. They would go with a, with a dedicated veteran presence. Uh, they weren't going to get rid of Tua to bring in another rookie. It's just not something unless you had the number one dra- uh, draft pick and you were picking Trevor Lawrence. That's the only way I could see them doing that. So now all of a sudden Atlanta is looking like, well, you know, our top three options may be off the board. We may be, we may have to go to our fourth you know, option a quarterback that's on our big board. So a lot there, uh, and you're competing in that division with the 49ers. <laughs> so it's it's difficult to, you know, I should say the conference, but, you know, it's it's difficult to really think about how that's going to affect you one after another after another. Um, I, I don't see, I just, I, I agree with you. I think that if the 49ers are smart, they hang on to Jimmy for one more year. And I think the Patriots are better off rolling with cam, getting a quarterback in the draft, whether it be early on, whether they targeted their guy or whether they haven't, um, to me, I think that's the best option for both teams, but there's going to be incessant, incessant speculation uh, until the day of the draft. And then I think that's exactly when we'll know unless something happens beforehand. Hey, you know what? Speaking of the uh, the Falcons, happy belated three twenty eight day, my friend. That um, yesterday, <laughs> yeah, I know we we tend to you know usually we're on the air, but uh, we didn't get a chance to celebrate it. But uh, let's celebrate it right Indeed! now. <laughs> Toss to White. He's in. Patriots win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Brady has his fifth. You know, you know, part. Part of me, part of me, does feel bad, and and I I don't like I have no animosity towards Falcons fans. Like if this were the Jets, I would do this specifically to just like get to the Jets fans. Like I have no animosity towards Falcons fans. I I kind of in in some ways I kind of had you know have a little pity because of some of the you know unfortunate things that they've gone through. Not just as a Falcons fan, but just Georgia fans in general. They've had some some heartbreaking losses over the last. Uh, 
decade or so, but, um, no, I, I, uh, <clears throat> I always love 328 day. It's always kind of fun. Everyone shares the, the, the memes and the, the scoreboard and, you know, we get to see, you know, Arthur blank up there dancing and then the, the you know, inevitable showing of the face. And, you know, it, it's just, it's a whole experience. One that I, it still feels surreal, but, um, it, it, you know, it's, it's a little, it, it, it hurts a little, it stings a little bit, Mike. You know why? Because you hear the hut hut, you hear the noise, and, and it's like, I know that voice. And you don't hear that voice any anymore under under center for the Patriots. Uh, he's down there uh, with in Tampa, you know, near me, obviously. Because um, that, that, those two things are related. But anyways, uh, it was 328 day yesterday, and I, I felt uh, it was necessary to bring it up because it's, it's, a, it's a very fond memory. Um, it is, for unless us. you're a Falcons fan. Yeah, unless you're a Falcons <laughs> fan. Unlike, Actually, you know yeah, what? Unless we, you're a fan of a lot of franchises, Mike. A lot of franchises. Oh, it's true. Yeah, that, I got to say it. Yeah, there's probably a lot of franchises and a lot of fans of franchises that roll their eyes where they see that when they hear it. And, oh, here we go. Here's Boston with the 20, you know, 28 to 3. I think the only fan base that may enjoy this um, – not as much as New England fans, because no one enjoys it as much as New England fans. But the only other fan base that I think could enjoy that almost as much is uh, the New Orleans Saints fan base. They love it as well. Uh, they do the uh, the 28 to threes all the time. Uh, we've got a couple of mutual friends that are Saints fans. And uh, yeah, I got a couple of messages from them yesterday saying, yep, yeah, today today we're, we, we align alongside you. So um, yeah, great stuff. I mean, if you're a Patriots fan, obviously this is a day that you really cannot get enough of. Um, or I should say yesterday is a day that you cannot get enough of, but, um, all in all, I mean, it just gives you an opportunity. And I think you said it great to relive one of the great moments in sports history, uh, a comeback that, you know, we, we had never seen before the likes of in Super Bowl history. We may never see again, who knows, maybe we will, maybe we won't, but at the time, that's, that's some Patrick were... Mahomes verbiage right there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, you, ha- you know. Every time you compliment Patrick Mahomes, you have to mention that we've never seen it before, even though we've actually seen it. Like it, it's required that you have to say we've never seen this before. Yeah, despite well, yeah, you know, you you could be having a play identical to what you're saying we've never seen play right next to it, and you'd still say that because that's that's just that's what they do now. <laughs> Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, sorry. I got awoken yesterday. I was I was bored uh, and I happened to scroll across some more. Um, it's been relatively quiet the last few weeks, but I feel like over the last couple of days we we've seen some more um, fawning over uh, <laughs> the incomplete passes, and I um, <laughs> I just I can't do it. I I, I just can't. I, I that's one thing that's always going to get me. Like I, I I've I've started to ignore quite a bit because you know really at the end of the day it, it kind of is a waste of time in a way, but. But this is something that I still, I cannot let go. Every time I see uh, a highly interacted with tweet that essentially is saying, why aren't we giving him more credit for this? I I just, I want to literally run into a cement wall head first. 
and just put myself out of my misery because I, I just can't handle it anymore, man. I just, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't handle it, man. It's killing me, killing me. It's hard. It really is. I mean, especially when you know that things have been, you know, seen before. <laughs> you know, it's, it, well, it's, it's an incomplete lead, past, but... Mike. Come on. Let's, let's forget about the whole never being seen before, never being done. I mean, people are literally going back, you know, defending to the death an incomplete pass. And I'm like, is that, are we going to start doing that? Because like, if you want to compare incomplete passes, well, um, I, I'll give you, and, and this is horribly painful for me, but I'll give you Tom Brady to Randy Moss at Super Bowl 42, the uh, nearly yep. 70 in the air yards landing right, right on the money only to be barely tipped by a defender and then bounce off Randy Moss's hands in the closing seconds in a game they were actually in. I mean, at the end of the day, this quote-unquote incomplete heroic pass uh, or throw is what people are throwing now. They're, they're saying it's a throw because it wasn't complete, but it was a great throw. It was an awesome throw. Um, came in a game that they were getting blown out. So it just, to me, I'm just, it, uh, woosah, Mike, woosah, woosah. <laughs> yep. Let it go. Take a deep let breath, bud. Take a let deep breath. Relax. Yep, exactly. Breathe in. Gotta let it go. Breathe out. Breathe in. Remember that song? Breathe in, breathe out. Yeah, that was uh, yep. <clears throat> late 90s grunge. Uh, that's, that's like atypical music. Who sung that, Mike? Was it Bush? Oh, I think it might have been. You know no, what? No, I'm George not Bush. sure. That 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 is <laughs> one. Yeah, that, that is one that uh, that has uh, stumped me a little bit. If we've got anybody oh, out there, oh, please. Uh, you know. <laughs> I think so. I think I, I, I. You know what? I I'm gonna bet you right now that Joel knows. Joel, Joel no. Joel, Joel will give us the answer. Joel, Joel is like uh, the source of all knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> he found he found the. Is yeah, the he Al your source? <laughs> He found the Al Bundy. Yeah, he might be. Yeah, you know, yeah. that, that might be a secret source right Go there. Go with him. But, uh, um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, he found the goal with him. Yeah, he, he found that last week. Uh, yeah. That's that that elevates him to all star status without any question. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm pre- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I see now. Now I got I got to look it up for myself. Um, just because I, I I need to know this because I think I'm right. Breathe in, breathe out. That song. Let's see. It's got to be. Uh... No, no, that's not it. It was a song apparently. Yeah, yeah. It was Bush Machine Head. Oh, yeah, there yeah, go. yeah. Come on. Yep. Uh, now I'm like, well, of course it was Bush. Not George, like I said, not George Bush. No. No. I, I tried that joke <laughs> earlier. I don't think it landed with anyone either time, so I'm I'm just gonna forget that ever happened. Um No, that that was uh that was one of those uh mid late net when did that come out? Hold on, hold on. Going back to my going back to my sources here. Uh mid nineties, I'm imagining, probably late nineties, ninety nine. You know that maybe that's my guess. Well, you want to put a guess in here? Put a guess before I look it up. Uh, well, I'll guess. I'll I'll guess late nineties. I'll guess like ninety eight, ninety nine. Eight ninety nine. Ooh, wow! Holy crap! Ninety four. Really? Was it really ninety four? Wow. Yeah. That's 94? uh, yeah, yeah. That's, really? that's surprising. I, I, you know, I, so I definitely that, thought it was that a song bit was later. big all through my high school years. Wow, that's that's yeah. really really interesting. Yeah. I really am. I'm truly old. I yeah. really did not realize <laughs> yeah. how old I was. Yeah, you are. If you were living yeah. in Florida, you would now be eligible for the uh, the COVID nineteen shot. That's right. Yeah, Four, absolutely. 40, 40, yeah, 40 plus down here starting today. Next week though, eighteen plus. So yeah, I got I got to wait, wait a couple of uh, a couple of weeks up here before I'm eligible. And uh, oh, really? Piece. Wow. But, uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're we're kind of we're kind of rolling. Start like I said, I'm pretty sure next week uh, eighteen plus down here in Florida. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to get my shot. So if anyone's out there. Um, 
on the fence, I, uh, I'm not a medical expert, so certainly don't uh, go to your doctor quoting me, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> unless it's one of my sports takes, then, then by all means do that. And, and I prefer one of the ones I was right about. Um, but, uh, you know, vaccines help. I mean, just look at history. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, I, like I said, I don't want to get into some vaccine thing. All I'm saying is I'm going to get mine, uh, as soon as I can, because, well, I'm eager to, to, to kind of, you know, relax a little bit, you know, and, and, and kind of move around and, and perhaps Mike, perhaps finally, finally make my way back up, uh, to the, uh, great, uh, New England region. So, uh, you know, maybe we can do a uh, live on location show somewhere um, that is not Rhode Island because we know Kurt Chilling has hijacked that state. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, we are not allowed to do that because of 38 Studios and, uh, you know, his pain in the ass uh, <laughs> mentality. So, you know, unfortunately, yeah, well, but uh, yeah, it would be nice to get an on location, uh, an on location spot for uh, for uh, FPC Radio Live. You know what? To hell with that. I'm not going to come down there. I'm not going <laughs> yeah, to come down here. I've had enough of this damn weather. I'm coming down. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Now, moving I... in to Del Boca. Yeah. <laughs> Lock, stock, and barrel. Yeah, trying to keep us <laughs> out of Florida. Well, well, I I think we all feel a little bit stir crazy. Um, I know some people have uh, thrown caution to the wind and travel, some out of necessity, others just because, well, they, you know, they're not too uh, too uh, uh, pushed back from all this. But I'm I'm eager to get it done, and uh, uh, you know what? I'm I'm excited to get it done. I'll be happy when it's done. So then, you know. Again, maybe I'll leave the house more, but at the end of the day, I probably won't. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, 17 games, Mike. 17 games. You like it? You don't. Uh, well, I mean, from a, f- a pure fan standpoint and just, you know, from a pure coverage standpoint, yeah, I mean, 17 games is going to be exciting. It's going to be great. It elongates the season. It's more opportunities to see your teams, the, 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 uh, the teams that are going to be playing each other. For example, New England playing Dallas, that'll be a big time matchup. A lot of good, uh, uh you know, um, um, you know, history between those two franchises, but overall, if you're looking at player safety, the one thing that completely glares out at me right now is all the reports saying that there will be no extra bye week built in. And that concerns me a little bit. Um, you're trying to worry about player safety. You're trying to say that player safety is paramount by not building in that extra bye week, by not giving teams a little bit of extra rest with one more game on the schedule, whether it be injury, whether it be head injuries, things of that nature, still playing through the effects of a pandemic, which folks, I hate to break it to everyone. I know there are a lot of people out there that believe that this is all completely done and behind us. The country is starting to open back up. These are great things. No one's arguing that, but you still have to be careful. And there are still susceptible you know, people that are uh, that are out there to contracting the virus or anything like that. So when you're dealing with all of that, it puts a lot of pressure on franchises, on teams to stay healthy, to be able to, you know, compete for 17 games plus uh, the uh, the postseason as well. And now we're pushing into from what I've seen from the schedules that I've seen, it looks like Super Bowl weekend is going to happen on the 13th. The Super Bowl is going to happen on the 13th of February. So a lot going on. Uh, and it just, uh, it's again, exciting, but there are concerns to me. There are safety concerns as well. I know I'm always a negative person when it comes to stuff like that. I tend to harp on that. I've been accused of that several times of being a little too overcautious, but 
I, I don't know, just that that concerned me a little bit when I saw that they had chosen to take the extra bye week off the table. Uh, to me, I think that's something that uh, would have uh, made this a little bit more palatable uh, for a league that claims to be so concerned about player safety. Yeah, but we shouldn't be surprised. We know they don't. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not surprised. I shouldn't say that, but it just it uh, it. it Let's I, put it this way: it's it's disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Look, I'm not, I'm not even going to pretend that that facade exists anymore. You know that they they're concerned about player safety because they're not. It's about the money. You know, we if if you didn't believe it before the pandemic, you, you believed it after this because they, they were dead fast in, in completing the season and the motivation was uh, money. Now, you know. <laughs> I, I don't want to say they came away relatively unscathed because obviously they, they dealt with, with plenty of COVID issues. They just powered through it. And uh, whether that's commendable or, you know, you can can condemn them for that, I don't know if we can make it a definitive answer to that yet. Um, but we can say that we know what their motivation was. It was always money, never safety. I mean, yeah, sure, they're concerned to some extent with safety, but... You know, you're not at the end of the day, the, the money's still rolling in. I mean, look at the TV deal they just signed. It, it, like, so it, to, to me, it, it, it's it's not surprising. Um, it's disappointing because, you know, again, you, we've seen like what happens to a team that has a week four bye week, you know, that has to play, you know, what, whatever the math is, 13 straight weeks before you get right. to the playoffs. And if you happen to be a wild card team, it's like you get no break. And that, you know, again, that that can lead to bodies breaking down. So uh, I, I think there was a better way to do this. Um, when it comes to having the 17th game, it, you know, look, it, it, since 1978, it's been 16 games. I, I just, I don't, I know why they did it. Again, it's because of the money. Um, I just don't, I just don't really think it's necessary at the end of the day, as much as people want to try to say, oh, well, this, well, this more revenue, more, more football for everyone. I just don't think it's necessary. There, there's no, there's nothing necessary about it other than, you know, you just want an extra weekend of, of, of televised football, you know, and. Yeah. That's what it is because, you know, now, like I said, this isn't a, you know, this isn't a, uh, you know, a, a thing that happens all the time. They don't, you know, every 10 years or so don't increase game. No, this, I mean, again, this has been the, been the deal since 1978. <laughs> like <laughs> this is before you were born, Mike. <laughs> For, <laughs> finally, we're talking about something before your time, 1978, you know, it's, it, it's, just barely before yeah, just my barely, time, but, too. So, yeah, but, but, even though you're giving me a compliment, you're still making me feel old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I do things. It's always backhanded with me. Uh, no, it's good. Yeah, it's uh, all good. And you're not saying anything that isn't true, so yeah. it's not like I can really come back at you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Exactly. I like that. Um, no, but anyways, it, it just to me, it just doesn't I, – I just don't see the point of it. Uh, you know, and, and it's it's not that I'm uh, – I, I understand what the NFL thinks the point of it is. I, I, I get that. That's not what I'm saying. It's just I don't see – I don't believe uh, that their reasonings are good reasonings, you know, or, or make sense to add another game. It's just it, – it's, it's going to be silly. And, and now, you know, uh, 
I feel like this is going to be just like another, you know, you know where it is, Mike. You know how people are going to frame this. It's like, you know, well, of course Tom Brady broke all those records. He played with a 17-game season. Like, oh, Jesus. You know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, know it's coming. Any, like... <laughs> record, any record that is broken or any single season. Oh, can you imagine the single season records oh, yeah. this year that are broken? Everything's there. There are some. The vast majority of them will probably either be close or there may be a few that are broken. It's going to happen. Oh. Do you, oh, it's it's a first in a 17-game season. The asterisk is going to be thrown all around all over the place this year, folks. You thought you were sick of it when it came to Deflate Gate or when it came to Barry Bonds or Mark McGuire or anything like that or, you know, whatever the asterisk is thrown around, uh, you know, for any type of uh, debated records. Uh, it's going to be thrown around a lot this year in the NFL, and you know people are going to be chomping at the bit to do it. So it's it, it's coming. It's just yeah. <laughs> no one, no one will take this into account though if if, if it's Patrick Holmes breaking these records. Well, that's different. That's different because we've never seen it before. Yeah, never seen because it's something right. we've never seen. We've never, we've never seen this seen before. Seventeen before. game season, a completely uncharted territory. It's amazing. We've never seen anyone do <laughs> this never in seventeen seen a, games. We've never before. seen a, pl- a single player navigate a seventeen game season so well. <laughs> like we laugh now, but like really. Like I, I that that's not too far out of the realm of possibility. Are you kidding? This is this is already saved in Chris yeah. Sims' draft. I guarantee, I guarantee you, it's already in his draft folder oh, somewhere on man. his laptop. It's, it's it's already there. Usa, usa, usa. <laughs> um, no, I, I, yeah, I just it'll be interesting to see. Like I said, I mean, I, well, I, am I gonna sit there and complain that we're getting you know more football? You know, probably not. As a fan, you know, again, I'm I'm gonna sit there and watch because I'm a fan, and I'm not gonna, you know, be one of these people. Oh, we're never watching football again. Yeah, you are. <laughs> like, I mean, how many people lied just like straight through their teeth over the last like year and a half? Those who were like, oh, we're never watching the NFL again because of X, Y, and Z. Well, you're you're sitting in front of your TV watching the NFL. Like, the ratings say so. So. <laughs> Like you guys are liars, all right. Let let let's let's not do this again. So let let's not pretend. Let's not put on any sort of fake uh 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 stand against the NFL. Just just shut up and watch the game like everyone else, because that's essentially what you're doing. And um, no one believes you when you say you're not going to. Um, and if you actually don't do it, then well, because you never really watched to begin with. So I, it's I, true. Yeah, <laughs> save it. Um, yep. No, look, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to watch because it's football and you're a fan and, and you know, it's it, it, it's the best league in, in the country for a reason. You know what I mean? We're not, you know, saying like this is a, a this is going to fail. No, you know, look, it's probably going to be lucrative. It's probably going to excuse me. Ugh. Probably going to make the owners more money. The fans are going to be excited, but um you know, it's just going to muddy the discourse even more. <laughs> you know, you know it because, like, like you said, like, uh, and, and we talked about this, um, you know, uh, various times about the, the value of like five thousand yard passing seasons, and, and now it's you know it's going to. I mean, if anything, hopefully the, the positive that comes out of all this is that more players will throw for five thousand yards, so people won't be so enamored with that number. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully, maybe like like half the league throws for five thousand yards this season, and then finally people will be like, okay, maybe five thousand yards isn't really that big of a deal as, as people make it out to be. Certainly, you know, in the twenty 
15 plus NFL. You know what I mean? You know, 15 years yeah. ago, 5,000 yards. I mean, 1984 when Marino did it. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, that's 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 incredible. Now, yeah, no. It's like, okay, great. 5,000 yards, it's not that impressive. Although some people use it to, uh, to, to prop players up quite a bit. But um, yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to see it's some true. pretty wild numbers. And- it's true. And, and, you know, and that's, that's a good point. I'm glad that you made that because it really will... I think bring in sharp contrast, which records really are indelible that can't be passed in a 17 game season, things of that nature, records that were held in a 16 game season that now can be eclipsed, uh, which ones uh, that's a good case study, I think, for this year, taking a look at individual statistical records, single season records, and see which ones fall within a given period and how difficult it is to maintain that success. Well done, bud. Well done. I'm going to have my sharp eye on that. You know, honestly, I only think it's going to be volume, you know, and and particularly in particular yards, you know, yards game, you know, touchdowns thrown that honestly, those are probably the only two that are going to be impacted and probably not as much as we think, to be honest. Because, look, you know, just because we add another game doesn't mean someone's going to break Randy Moss's touchdowns in a single-season record. You right. know what I mean? Like, that we're not just a game away for someone approaching that. No, that's that's a record that's probably going to stand for, for, for quite some time. Um, <clears throat> you know, other things. Uh, maybe the, the, the rushing record breaks. You know, maybe some of those other ones. But even then, it's it's you're still going to need a special season from a running back to do so. Um, like if, if Derrick Henry goes out and, and shatters the, the uh, single-season rushing record or something like that next year, no one's going to be surprised. I mean, I don't think a 17-game you know, season is, is the, the sole reason for it, but, but... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It will be always talked about and mentioned. We're like, well, Derrick Henry did it in 17 games versus 16 games. Um, right. No, look, at, at the end of the day, I don't think this is going to have a, a huge impact necessarily on some of those, on most of the numbers. Um, touchdown passes in a season, probably. But at the end of the day, that was trending up anyways. Like, we, yep. we you know, we've seen uh, uh, touchdown passing numbers uh, across the board rise uh, steadily over the last decade or so and then that's not going to stop so adding a 17th game might give it a little extra spike but i don't think it was necessarily too crazy to suggest that this is where they were heading anyway so again one of the positives is maybe it'll lessen the impact that um again i happen to believe (laughs) that the and and 
I mean, I, I say I don't mean to bring it back to Patrick Mahomes all the time, but maybe I do subconsciously. Um, but I, I believe that the myth and the aura of Patrick Mahomes was built squarely during that 2018 season. And the fact that he threw for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns, those fives are huge. Those two fives are huge when it comes to framing the situation. So 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards in his first season starting MVP. Obviously MVP because, you know, hey, you put those numbers up, you're going to win the MVP. So to me, that's where the quote-unquote cachet, and I ask this question all the time on Twitter, like how has he built up all this cachet? I mean, like I said, we we talked about it over uh, last week, the the, the Mahomes football conference. How, how, How have you gotten this much cachet so early when, well, you know, guess what? It wasn't, you know, at this point, I can say it probably wasn't taken by you. It was kind of just given to you by virtue of Tom Brady leaving <laughs> because, you know, hey, people point to, hey, he's been to two Super Bowls in his first three seasons. Well, guess what? Tom's Tom's won two Super Bowls in that same three season span. So let's 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 pump the brakes a little bit as, as impressive as that is. So I think a lot of that myth and that legend was built in that 2018 season. Because of the fifty and and the five thousand, maybe with the addition of the seventeenth game, maybe over time and just based on what we've seen trending lately, you know these these volume stats are going to lessen a little bit. Certainly the ones that were done, uh, you know, prior to this. Like, look, I happen to think two thousand seven, two thousand four, Peyton Manning, and uh, two thousand seven, Tom Brady, were better than all of these recent seasons. I'm talking better than. Uh, uh, 55 touchdown paint Manning better than uh, Patrick Mahomes 2018 like when you want to talk about volume stats and and both of which uh, well Tom obviously threw 50 touchdowns uh, Peyton only threw 49 but in those seasons I, I thought I mean those are two of the, the best quarterbacking seasons over the last 15 years hands down in my opinion so uh, yeah so I'm not going to get enamored just because there's 5,000 yards involved, I, I need to know more. And like I said, I think that's what people are doing. They see the Patrick Mahomes 50 and 5,000. That's built him up to, again, the uh, Teflon, apparently, uh, when it comes to criticism. Um, but hopefully, maybe, uh, with the addition of the 17th game, more of these high volume numbers will happen and you'll you'll kind of see oh well of course i mean it was tre- i mean if you can't see it now you already can see that it's trending i mean what's the difference between right. uh 48 touchdowns and 50 touchdowns there's no difference there's really no Correct. difference it's it's all, it's all uh symbolic it, it's all just imagery you know 49 uh, 50 touchdowns is 20 more touchdowns than 49 essentially if that makes sense you know what i mean no it makes some sense i i guess <laughs> some where you're sense okay from. thank and, you and- <laughs> no, it, it does. I mean, it, it truly does. And I, I get where you're coming from with, you know, the, the types of stuff we're going to be this year in the 17 game season. Obviously, when the NFL announces officially uh, what the schedules will look like and what everything uh, will happen, the speculation will continue. But at the same time, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch uh, the individual records, the team records, things of that nature and how players are going to be viewed uh, now that we have an extra game on the uh, the schedule. Uh, I don't think you can call this breaking news, bud. So keep the button uh, on the side because this is not really breaking news, but something that just came across my desk. Um, and I guess it's starting to be reported out there. There we go. 
I was muted. I was saying I love pressing buttons. I was one of those kids that always well, that's the, good. The elevator buttons. <laughs> oh, you so. press a button, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. boss tells me to press a button. I press a button. <laughs> you know, Senator. Uh, but in any case, all right, Godfather Two reference. I don't know if people are awake yet enough to catch that. Um, MMQB's Albert Breer uh, has been known to have his opinions on what the Patriots are doing. Somewhat dialed in to that organization, having covered the team up here for a number of years, uh, stated in his uh, Monday morning um, news feed that cornerback Stefan Gilmore, quote, very open to signing a new deal in New England. Uh, now, this is a little bit of a change from things that we've heard in the offseason. A lot of people were just assuming that Stefan was going to be put on the trading block. Um, I never really bought into that too much. I never believed that he was actually going anywhere. I always thought the Patriots' top option was to try to renegotiate with him and get him to, uh, you know, maybe, uh, uh, you know, restructure his contract. He's currently scheduled to make $7 million in the final year of his contract. That seems very unlikely to actually play out like that. A $16 million cap hit right now for Stefan. Definitely there's a lot that could be reworked uh, into that deal and try to get him to work out an extension. This is interesting to me because he may have, in fact, been on the trade block for a little bit. Things were eerily quiet in Foxborough for a couple of weeks regarding Stefan Gilmore. I know there were a lot of other big ticket items and big ticket signings and things out there that were uh, uh, that were there. But anytime you mentioned Stefan Gilmore, it was almost like, oh, but look at John Smith. Oh, but look at Hunter Henry. Look at this. Look at that guy. David Andrews, Joe, you know, all of the guys that they were trying to either re-sign and didn't or trying to re-sign and did or new faces that were coming in. Didn't hear a whole lot about Stefan. You wonder if maybe he was on the block, maybe his contract or maybe the player himself was a little difficult to try to trade because of the quad injury, maybe because of the lack of time left on his deal, uh, maybe because of his age, all the different types of factors. So maybe the trade market wasn't so robust right now. The Patriots might be to be able to renegotiate with him and get him at a little bit of a reduced rate than they were hoping for this year. This plays out could be good for the new England Patriots. So a lot of people I know out there, big Pats fans that listen to the show, Stefan Gilmore, not a slam dunk by any stretch of the imagination. There is still very much a chance he could end up on the block. He could end up leaving New England. But right now, it appears the feelers that are being put out there say he's open to a return. And that's good news for the Pats, because even if J.C. Jackson is your guy for the future, Stefan Gilmore being there for one more year allows J.C. a little bit more time to fully develop into that number one corner role. And it puts less pressure on the Patriots to maybe take a corner with a number 15 pick. Well, and, and let's face it. I mean... Versus a couple months ago, versus before the start of free agency, this this Patriots team could, and again, the the biggest question as it is at a position that hasn't needed to be questioned for quite some time. The biggest question mark on this team is the quarterback, but you know, outside of that, this team is built to win a championship. And I know people are sitting there, oh my God, that's outrageous to say. No, I mean, look at the moves that they made, you know, going out and bolstering their defense, bolstering their offense, obviously, um, you know, adding to their offensive line. Yeah, you lose Joe Tooney, but you bring back David Andrews you didn't expect to bring back. You bring back Trent Brown. You add a pair of uh, high-quality tight ends. You add really good, you know, again, I'm not going to make them out to be the, the number one top receiver, but you add some pretty good talent on the offense. Like, this is a championship contending team. Now, does it mean that they're going to the Super Bowl? I don't know because, again, a lot of this has to do with Cam Newton. 
is Cam Newton going to play better than he did last year? I happen to think so just based on the fact that he's going to have far more of a comfortable transition into this season than he did last year. And assuming he doesn't catch COVID in the middle of the season, um, I think they'll be, uh, he'll be better. So this is a championship team. So maybe, you know, all of a sudden you look and you're like, well, we're, we're, we can win. So we, we, We'd rather, in order to do that, you have a much better chance when you have Stefan Gilmore in the fold. Um, so, yeah, I like this. I, I don't uh, <clears throat> I, I don't necessarily think I, I was ever truly convinced he would leave, and I'm still not, uh, even based on what, what could play out. I, I do think that um, he will, at the very least, be here next season. I don't know if the, the, the restructure is going to happen or how that's all going to work out, but... Um, I do feel like he's going to be here next year, and this kind of kind of adds to it. But um, but yeah, look, I mean, you got to look at the Patriots as a as a championship contender, one of the better teams in the AFC. I mean, how can you not? Well, I mean, I can understand because there's people out there that uh, apparently don't think Bill Belichick is a good team builder, and it's basically it basically made me realize that no one will ever give him credit for bringing in free agents unless they make unless he convinces them to come for free (laughs) you know that's essentially what they're looking for out there the folks out there saying oh well of course uh he signed free agents because they had money wow it's like it i'm like sitting here scratching my my rear end saying oh well that's 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 obvious well it's the first time anyone's ever had money and i don't know it's this campaign against bill belichick quote unquote the gm is just it's silly to me when i'm sitting here thinking like this guy's putting together a championship team right before our eyes. And the only thing that could potentially hold him back, in my opinion, is the quarterback. And I, th- I think that's a legitimate way to look at this team because, well, what tells you that, that Bill Belichick all of a sudden... Lo- Let me be very clear. I believe that the quarterback is the very most important position on this on any football team. I think... By virtue of that thought process, Tom Brady was was more, if you're going to put, put a gun to my head, Tom Brady, in my opinion, was more valuable to the Patriots run because I believe very strongly, and, and guess what? Bill Belichick agrees and has said this, the players make the plays on the field. So, you know, at the end of the day, if, if you're going to put a gun to my head and say, hey, pick a side or, or not pick a side, I, I'm, I, I would never pick a side as, as a lot of this is being framed, but... If you were going to ask me who has more responsibility in a victory or success in general, I would say the quarterback, you know, in a broad sense. Success or failures, by the way, in a broad right. sense. Uh, specifically in this, so be like, all right, well, Tom. So losing Tom, you're going to take a step back. That, that's obvious, no matter who you replace him with, in my opinion. So I'm not knocking Belichick for that. Um but he's obviously shown that he's he's more than capable of building a very good team around whatever quarterback that they have. Now, again, at the end of the day, all this talent could be moot because, say, Cam Newton goes out and has another season like he did last year. And all these advantages or, or normalcies that he has this year that he didn't have last year make no impact. The team's not going to be good, and they're going to be 500. You go out and you get a championship quarterback, well, all of a sudden— you're looking at a championship team. Now, Cam could be a championship quarterback. That's why I'm saying this is this team is built 
to go to a championship. Now, it just all depends on the quarterback play. And you know what? It happened in Tampa. <laughs> Look at Tampa in 2019. 7-9. What did they do? Well, they made a couple nice moves. They had a really couple nice draft picks. But most importantly, they got a championship quarterback and, well, they won a Super Bowl. Um, they, you know, good for them, though. They just happened to get the most championship of championship quarterbacks in Tom Brady. But you get my point. Um, the most important position in this league is the quarterback. You can have a ton of talent on defense. You can have a ton of talent on offense. But if you got a bad quarterback, it doesn't mean squat because they're always going to hold you back. But if you have a good quarterback, a really good quarterback, and if you have a legendary quarterback, you can overcome quite a bit. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I don't think Jimmy gets traded. I think Cam's the starter in New England. Um, we'll see how everything else shakes out when it comes to the draft. But, uh, Mike, we're going to have to say goodbye for today. We'll be back tomorrow, maybe with Sap. I know we've been doing it on Wednesdays lately. I think he's going to be coming in tomorrow. We'll talk some basketball, maybe talk some more quarterbacks, um, give him a chance to talk about Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure, and LeBron James, who's still recovering at home. So, uh, in the meantime, give us a follow on Twitter, at FPC Radio Live, at Full Press Radio. I'm at IGLEN31, and of course, give Mike a follow at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-F-B-C. Folks, have a great day, and we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.